Hello, everyone. If you follow us anywhere, you're probably expecting this to be the season four premiere episode, but it's not yet. That is going to be next week. Um, couple of things came up, some delays here and there. Nothing super crazy. And you know how life goes. You kind of can't control what happens and you just have to roll with the punches. Anyway, yeah, like I said, what you're getting today is just a, a standard format, regular restaurant and brewery type of situation that you're totally used to from us and you'll get the actual season four premiere next week anyway thank you very much for tuning in and we will see you later everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions we are just two guys talking about food enjoy the show Hello, everyone. This is Tasty 219 Season 4, Episode 1, the season premiere of Season 4. We hope you hop on board with co-host Larry and myself, Greg, to the new Tasty 219 Season 4. Yeah, that. Hasn't even started, and we've been working hard in multiple directions. We always are. We're always up to something. Yeah. It has been a fun, fun, fun weekend uh, working on the podcast. And then today, uh, we were out and about uh, 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 doing our show, uh, you know, doing our notes and stuff. And when I was at the uh, pre-podcast brewery that we went to, uh, the bartender comes up to me and he goes, hey, are you the host of that show? And I said, well, I'm a co-host and Larry, the other co-host of Tasty 219 is sitting over there too. So it's like everyone's recognizing us all of a sudden and it's really quite cool. It's pretty neat. Yeah. And it's all because we just eat and talk, <laughs> which is cool. It's like the two things I do the best, eat and talk. <laughs> In that order. Eat eat and talk, yeah. I'm much better at eating than I am at talking, but you guys know that. Not always, no. Um, And then I think I can bring up Ark's uh, second exciting piece of news. Which one is that? That is the news that you and I, uh, representing Tasty219, have been asked to be judges... Right. This is so sick. (laughs) At the Lakedale Ale First Backyard Barbecue Contest. Yeah. So y'all are all going to make barbecue and I'm going to eat it and pick what's the best. And that is the coolest. Right. And that's going to take place Sunday, September 11th from 6 a.m. And I'm I'm thinking that's when the barbecuers are going to get there and set up. Yeah, because I'm I'm not doing that. To 8 (laughs) p.m. That's at 5512 West Main Street in Lowell, and that's really uh, Lake Dale. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who know that area. Is there, there's a Main Street in Lake Dale and in Lowell. I believe and so. So there's multiple streets called Main Street with addresses both located in Lowell. Yeah. That's not super confusing. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be the one in Lake Dale at the Lake Dale Ale. Uh, it's benefiting first responders, including the Lake Dale Fire Department. Lowell Fire Department, and the Indiana State Police post the Lowell District. Okay. Um, since you didn't pull up your notes, I'll continue. I got them right here. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can go ahead with who is sponsoring it, how they came about doing it. Where is that within these extensive notes? 
You do that. I'll do the next one. We'll okay. <laughs> the the co-founders of the event are Jennifer and Adam Slivka, and uh, they live in Lowell. And during COVID, they turned their garage into a meeting place with a bar and began upping their barbecue game. And the other co-sponsor of this event is Amanda Gale, the owner of Lake Dale Ale. Cool. Yeah. Have I been to Lake Dale Ale? Yes, we have. Okay. Is that the beef place? Or is that the damn bar? The beef place. Yeah, one of them the was Italian like, beef. Yeah. Yeah, Lake Dale Ale is known for their Italian okay. beefs. That's yep. that's what I'm thinking. I know that there's a place in Lake Dale. I think there's only the two bars in Lake Dale. Yeah. And I knew one of them was like known like crazy for their beef. Right. You're thinking of the right place. Okay, cool. Right on. Yeah. So then we go down to um the trophies. Uh, oddly enough, are going to be handcrafted by Harada's Lowell Automotive and will be awarded to the top barbecuers in each of the That's events. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, they are expecting 700 people at this. That's going to be wild. Which is... um. Oh, man, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Yeah. There are currently 15 to 18 contestants that are uh, ready to participate with room for up to 20 total. Contestants are encouraged to barbecue extra meats for samples to give out to the attendees. So I'm so not sure. What are the attendees doing at this? If they... Oh, that's, that's later on in oh, the notes. Okay. Yeah, there's going to be um, uh, a live band. Okay. Beer garden, multiple food trucks. Cool. Yeah. And then they'll be able to walk around, watch these uh, participants uh, do their barbecuing, their grilling, their smoking, whatever. Um, the categories for the event include ribs, uh, their cut of choice, chicken, their cut of choice, appetizers and sides, and of course, my favorite category, desserts. I get to eat all this stuff and rank what's the best. <laughs> we do. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you're right. It's going to be a blast. That's pretty crazy. I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah. They are proud to also announce that at least uh, at the time they've given me the information, 15 local businesses have donated prizes to be raffled off to anyone who buys raffle tickets at the event including a bullseye 380 smoker from Rectech. Dang. Yeah. Other events features include the live band replay, and they'll be playing from 3 to 6 p.m. I couldn't imagine playing live music for three hours straight. Well, I'm sure they'll take breaks. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, a beer garden will take place until 8 o'clock, and the Boy Scouts will also be selling popcorn, and many more things. Boy Scout popcorn is fantastic. It is really good. I believe Trails End makes their popcorn, if I'm not mistaken. You can keep updated on this event on Facebook at Lake Dale Ale and or the LDA Backyard Barbecue Contest page. And come on out and meet Larry and I. We'll, we're more... Uh, we're so excited to meet you all. We're excited to uh, take part in this event uh, and support the local responders in that area. 
Yeah. It'll be cool. It'll be a good time. Yeah. I'll probably be covered in sauce and stuff when you <laughs> see me, but uh, don't mind that. I'm just uh, disgusting. We will bring um, wet naps with us. Okay, cool. Uh, that's not going to be enough. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So we had an episode in our pocket for this premiere for a good while and um, had a last minute change of plans. So everything we're going to talk about today, we literally came up with this morning. Yeah, we were quick to adapt. Yeah. And the day turned out to be a fun day. Yes. Um, reaching two different counties than we normally reach in the 219. We first hit LaPorte County and then um, went down to Jasper County for our pre-podcast beer tasting. Which normally we have here. We do. But this brewery opened literally a week ago. Yes. So uh, their canning scenario is not up and running yet. So we just had some flights there and made notes about it. That's correct. So you won't hear the... Oh, yeah. You know what? Screw it. You can still hear the cans now. Here you go. (laughs) I got a... I was given a box of seltzers by john from two mics one basement today so i'm uh having some and shout out to uh the take home uh barbecue treats yeah we got some ribs and some chicken which obviously we're gonna be pretty burnt out on ribs and chicken but pretty cool to still have it and uh so yeah thanks for that stuff man that's cool so our pre-podcast venue was the new hop quest brewing company And that's at 10 North South Birma Street in Wheatfield, Indiana. Yeah. Their current hours of operation are Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sunday from 11 to 9. Right on. Uh, You can can, uh, find them on Facebook. And... um, one of the interesting things that we found, everything was so reasonably priced there. Um, yes, very true. We had flights of five pours of beer. Yeah. Uh, they currently offer six of their own, and the, the flight was only $8. That's wild, man. It was it was a good price. Um, and what do you what did you have? Do you recall? Oh, I can tell you everything. Or what that was I your had. favorite? Well, um, the first beer I had is called a they them, which is just, uh, it's an IPA, um, 6.1 ABV, which is slightly higher than normal. So that's pretty cool for me. Um, it wasn't horribly hoppy or bitter or aggressive by any means, but, um, I guess when they initially did their first couple small batches of that, it was a lot more intense. And then when they did their big one for their opening, it was kind of mellow and I guess they weren't super stoked about it. That's what, uh, the guy that runs their kitchen told me anyway, hmm. but, uh, I don't know. That's, and I think that's pretty true. It was, it was very good, but it was, it was very mellow. It was, I appreciated it. I didn't quite get all the notes, but I did get the grapefruit. It was good. Um, I guess my only criticism, if I have to pick something is that what the beers weren't quite cold enough sure. for me. Um, but yeah, I thought number one and number two, the Tricera hops, were very, very similar. 
Yes, I do. Yeah. I agree. And I enjoyed them both. And we decided we were going to drink the ones that we didn't like first and save the uh, ones we enjoyed at the end. And these two were the ones I think we both saved for the end. Very true. Yeah. Uh, What's the next one we had? It's called the Dave's House, which is another pale ale. Um, Pretty... Lower ABV than most beer. I mean, it's it's four point seven three, so that's pretty much five. So it's more or less the same thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and then we had a Beer Street wheat beer, which um, for being a wheat beer was actually kind of, I guess, citrusy. Is that the right word to use in this regard? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I tend to like wheat beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one for some reason was my least favorite of the five that we tried. That uh, going back to the Dave's house, that one, um, that's one that you could drink all day. I felt like mm-hmm. you know it was um, easy, it was smooth. I kept telling you all the beers tasted fresh. You know, yes, uh, they did. Every, all of them. Yeah, everyone tasted really fresh, and that was that was pleasant. But yeah, this one I really liked, and I could have drank that. You know, yeah, totally. All I day. agree with that. Yeah. And then, um, like I said, the wheat beer, it was okay. Um, it's, it's not, I'm not a beer person. You don't like wheat beer. So yeah. I like IPAs and sours and like, uh, Berliners and like fruity type of stuff. And that's kind of it. I'm not really a beer guy. Yeah. Um, And a wheat beer is a pretty beery tasting thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not for me, but it was good. And the last one was a stout, right? Yeah. And, um, I'm coming around to stouts more and more over the years, um, and this one was very good. It was dark. Uh, it was very dark. Um, I don't really know how to explain what stouts taste like, which, I mean, I'm, I should because it's literally what I'm doing, but I don't know. Do you got anything on that? I typically don't like a stout, and this is going to be opposite of the wheat beer for me. I typically don't like stouts, but I enjoyed this one. You really, cool. you really got that chocolatey note at the end. Okay. And again, I think if if they were colder, I would have enjoyed it even more. Yet. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So that was a that was the beer selection. It was decent and well priced. I think a regular pour was only five bucks. Which I mean, at a brewery like a local brewery, that's pretty wild. It is. It is a really good value. Um, I had. Uh, done some preliminary research and was looking at people's comments on Facebook and that, and everyone was raving about the broccoli salad. So I had to get that. And it was a little side, you know, a little, a little ramekin of it. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Um, and that broccoli salad was super good. Um, I would definitely go back and get that. Uh, it would be nice to go there for lunch and try some of their food. Sure. They had a Cuban and um, the gentleman that owns the place. Um, I didn't quite get their names, but uh, he said that um, they have Italian beefs, but he also does a grilled Italian beef, and that's something that he's done for a long time. So that grilled sounds, Italian beef is kind of interesting. interesting. I would really to like to know Chris Plant's take on that because oh, yeah. he's like uh, the Italian beef person in life. I don't know how else to say yeah, that. <laughs> maybe he can go with us and he can try both of them. Yeah, but yeah. hey, which one's better? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, my experience at HopQuest was wonderful. It's a beautiful, when you walk in, it's, it's so cool. beautiful. It's cool. It's just a big, wide open, old building. And it's got that old 
ceiling, like with the ornate tiles and stuff, which I, I love that. It's yeah. cool. I love those windows that were so high yeah. on the ceiling. Um, yeah, everything about it makes me want to go back there. I mean, the way the building's laid out, look at the super high ceilings and the tall windows and just the wide open space, looks like at some point or a really long time ago, it was some type of production facility. Or, or a bank. Kind of the, outside a bank. Kind of, the outside kind of looked like a bank to me. I don't know. That's just m- what my feeling was about it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so then let's tr- let's transition into the main feature of our season four um, opening episode. Yes, let's do that. And we went to Pa's Chicken Coop. Yes, we did. I've wanted to go here for quite some time. Uh, yeah, me too. It's been on the radar and people talk about it. Uh, it's at 107 Greenway Street in Westville, Indiana. Yep. Their hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 7 p.m., and they're closed on Monday. Uh, their website is Paz, P-A-S, Chicken Coop, C-O-U-P-E dot com. They had an extensive menu. They did have a big, big, big menu. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, had a special board. When we walked in, that vestibule mm-hmm. was really cute the way it was decorated. Mm-hmm. The antique boards and uh, yes, yeah, listed all their bakeries. It's bakery very, items. very different than anything we would generally do. Like, yeah. we like we tend to go to like cool or trendy type of places, and this is kind of a super mom and pop, like, legitimately, that's who runs it. <laughs> um, just like low-key kind of somewhat off the beaten path fried chicken spot and like it was i like the idea of doing things like this it reminded me of small town indiana diner it's legitimately that yeah Yeah. it's got like an old-timey truck stop vibe almost to it um there's like the, the red checkered curtains and like antique flea market looking chicken pieces not like pieces of chicken but like i mean like art things like little statues and knickknacks and stuff of chickens literally everywhere yeah i think you counted over 120 didn't you something like that i was counting how many chickens i could see from my seat and i gave up after a while so uh he's uh larry's getting into the first impressions settings and aesthetics that's always the first part of our show Yeah, sorry no 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 you're totally fine good transition into that um I'm just going to expand a little bit. You've hit almost everything that I had written down. Uh, those red and white checkerboard uh, curtains, they were cute. Uh, and on the top, they had uh, chickens on the valance parts of it. They were really neat. Uh, like you said, lots of chicken decor. Lots. They, lots yeah. of chicken decor. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> like those antique dishes you see in uh, antique stores. Like if you, in, in recent years, have been out looking for antique chicken decor and you couldn't find it, it's because these people bought it. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. <laughs> and there were jello molds in the shape of chickens. Which I would be super interested in going to somewhere. and Because so, I don't really like jello. But if it's in the shape of a chicken, I'm going to be way more inclined to eat it. And I don't know if this caught your eye, but it sure caught my eye. There was a beautiful wire rack that was underneath the counter that was across from us. And it held uh, like morning newspapers and magazines. 
So the people that ate breakfast, they had they could read their morning paper there. It was so 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 cute. Very um, cool. Yeah. So then um, let's move on to server and service. All right. And I think I'm going to lump two of two of them together. The owner is Kevin. Um, Did you use his last name? I think Rust is it. It's oh. on. Uh, do you have your business card? You know what on you? I. No, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was Kevin Rust. Oh, right. Good call. I and, totally forgot. And his wife, Julie. Kevin Rust, the owner. Yeah. And they did everything. They greeted you when you came mm-hmm. in. They brought you menus. They uh, served us the food. Yeah. They he said t- he cooks a lot of the food. Yeah. He was busting tables with a cart, everything. Yeah, he did everything. And he still found the time to stand next to our table and hang out with us for like a good while. Yeah, and didn't know who we were. Did no, not. He, no, know. he had no idea who we were. Yeah. And he was talking to us for a good while, and Greg has one of our shirts on, and then he just casually asked us, what is that? Yeah. And then he knew who we were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a really nice visit. It was wonderful getting to know, like you said, the mom and pop yeah, just, of the mom and pop operation. I believe they said one of their sisters worked with them. And I believe a child. he maybe mentioned his sister or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's yeah about all of that. So the server and service was excellent. Um, I enjoyed that they wore red t-shirts with their logo and they had their motto on the back that said you've tried the best now taste the best you tried the rest now taste the best yes i wrote it down wrong yes you're (laughs) exactly right they said best twice in there on their shirts that's crazy (laughs) right you're exactly right thank you and there was a sign of that um above the counter as well i believe it said it outside yeah you're right so um they don't serve alcohol, so we skipped by the drinks. I had iced tea, and I think you just had water, right? I had Pepsi. Or Pepsi? Okay. I had Pepsi. So then we're going to move on to the apps right away. Which, and I guess we wouldn't necessarily say we got, like, traditional apps. No, exactly. I just put two of the items here. Um, we ordered a insane amount of food, which at this point you probably have seen online already. We ordered a lot of food. Yeah. Um, so under the apps category, we decided to order the biscuits and gravy, a half order, to be yeah. fair. Um, my notes on that is it's very tasty. Um, the gravy was very creamy, mm-hmm. had plenty of sausage in it. Yeah. They make that in-house. In, Yeah. You're jumping ahead of my notes. That's what uh, I do. <laughs> it was so creamy and perfect that I was surprised when she answered me and said it was homemade because I asked is that homemade or and some of the other things I said is this homemade or whatever and she said they made that homemade and uh props to getting it so smooth and creamy it was great it was great gravy it was good very good and then you ordered the chicken and waffles I did just because it's uh one of my favorite things in the world and it was on their menu so I'm like yeah that's one of the things we're getting for sure let's do it so I got chicken and waffles. Yeah. And? Am I supposed to like go about the chicken and waffles right Talk now? Talk about it. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, it was a pretty standard waffle. Um, came with a whole mess of room temperature butter, which is, um, I'm mentioning room temperature just because it is a huge selling point for me. Because when you give me 
cold butter, uh, it's going to really bum me out because it's too much to work with. Exactly. But Especially on a waffle. You want oh, it yeah, to melt. totally. So it melted all over. I put a whole bunch of syrup on it, and there was a huge, huge fr- uh, fried chicken breast sitting on top of it. Yeah. And um, actually, I didn't dive into that chicken and waffle until the very end. And uh, by that time, I didn't even want to look at any food. So I just had a piece of the waffle, and it was great. But the chicken, it's the same as the rest of the chicken, and we'll get there. Yeah. The waffle the waffle portion of it was very good. It had a very sweet uh, flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It was re- a really, really good waffle. Great texture, great color, beautiful color. Uh, I'm going to call you out on the texture a little bit, because usually waffles, you like the outside crunchy sure. a little well, bit. Yeah, yeah. And this was soft, but that was okay because it tasted so good. I think it might have been soft because how much butter and syrup I actually did put on it, because it was a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was overall, it was very good as well. Agreed. So then we decided to try a soup. Yeah, I got a, a cup, not a, cup a bowl. Of the white chicken chili. <laughs> yeah. And it had shredded chicken, corn, I think they were poblano peppers. Okay. Uh, and white beans. Yes. And uh I noted that it was in a broth. It was more of like a white chicken chili soup than a white chicken chili. Sure. It wasn't it didn't have that thickness of a chili. Sure. It was more brothy than creamy. Yeah. It, it had really good flavor, though. It was delicious. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely order that again. Mm-hmm. So then we're going to move into the entree section, and we decided to get two entrees. Yes. We got the four-piece chicken dinner, mm-hmm. and that dinner uh, came with two sides, which we'll talk about later in the side section. And then we decided, well, on the menu was a meatloaf pot pie. Yes, and I want to know what that's like so bad. We both did. It but really caught us out. Yeah, they said they sold really good. So then we asked if we could just get a slice of the meatloaf to yeah, try. They're like, yeah, fine. That's totally okay. And that it was a meatloaf, pretty considerable amount of meatloaf they brought us. Oh, my Lord, yes. I, I estimate it to be at least two inches thick. Oh, it was it was substantial. It was a big piece of meatloaf. Um, it was very good. It was served with a ketchup glaze, and then we asked for gravy over it. So- well, we didn't ask for gravy over it. She came out and she goes, you guys want cheese on your meatloaf? Which, I don't know, is that a, a thing? Well. Because I've never had that. Yeah. But I- then Kevin was like catty corner to us, and he's like, no, get gravy on top of it. And we're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it went. Yeah. Uh to me, the meatloaf was outstanding. It was great meatloaf. Yeah, I would like to try it on the sandwich that he recommended mm-hmm. too. Uh, when they had that meatloaf pot pie, I'd like to try that. Yes, agreed. Um, God, I'm going to think about that for days. Uh, what did you think about the chicken? I liked it. It was the meat itself. Once you get through the the skin, is incredibly juicy. It was really very, juicy. very, very, very juicy chicken. It was hot. Yes, it was hot. It was juicy. Two huge things for fried chicken to be. Definitely. Yeah. Um, salt and pepper and hot sauce did make it a little more something for me. Um, but that's really about the only thing because the breading was really good. The chicken was super juicy and it was hot, but 
there could have been a little something more for pizzazz in the breading. In the yes. breading, sure. It 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 definitely showcased the chicken, but like you said, I think it could have had salt and pepper or something in the breading to make it a little standout-ish or something as well. Sure. I forgot that you got the uh, hot sauce and the salt and pepper, so it was probably better mm-hmm. experience for you than it was for me. As to the chicken was still good, I would absolutely get it again. Yeah, it was a, it was a good chicken. Um, I can honestly say that I've had better chicken. Well, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, especially on the show, I can think of two places that were really good chicken as well. McVeigh's? McVeigh's and, and the peak was really good chicken. McVeigh's fried chicken is untouchable yeah. by anyone. Yeah, it's I amazing. <laughs> so then we move on to our sides, and we chose a potato casserole, which was different than what you normally think of potato casserole. I have the description of it on their menu. Very I good. Did I lost the picture? Well, I'll go on to the second side then. Uh, we also got the macaroni and cheese. Uh, it was a very creamy and traditional mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. It was velvety, uh, and it was good. Mm. The potato casserole is, uh, it said our delicious potato wedges, which makes me think that maybe they're made, like they do them and they wedge up the potatoes in-house, um, smothered in ranch, cheese, and bacon, which it is not, it is not a casserole. By any means. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a casserole <laughs> No, it's either. literally potato wedges with cheese, bacon, and ranch on them, which is totally fine because they were awesome. Yeah. But uh, when I see the word potato casserole, like without reading the description under it, I was like, oh, sick. That sounds cool. But then I read it and it was even cooler. I felt like the potato wedges were well underdone. They weren't soft and fluffy inside. They were um, I'll give you that. hard. I they mean, weren't hard. But they could they could probably could have been down for a bit more, sure. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, they weren't old like that, but they were just I, I felt like they could have been done more. Sure, that's that's pretty fair. I'll I'll agree with you there. What did you think about the mac and cheese? It was all right. Yeah. Um it's not made in house, but it's uh it's very creamy. Yeah, it's very cheesy. Um it was the noodles were cooked really well. It was good. I yeah. mean, it was it was mac and cheese, you know. Yeah. But when I'm at a fried chicken spot and I look at the sides, I'm like, "Ooh, mac and cheese, you gotta." Yeah. But um, yeah. I wasn't disappointed. Also, did they not have cornbread? Oh boy, I don't know. That but, menu is so extensive. But like, we would have got cornbread. You know. Yeah. I don't. I I can't recall to tell you the truth. Anyway. And then we go on to dessert. Yes. And. Uh, Kevin was kind enough to bring us out a little condiment cup with a little bite of the turtle cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And we both said, yes, we will have that. And it was great. It was chocolate flavored cheesecake on a chocolate sandwich cookie crust. Yeah. And it had nice pieces of pecan throughout and that thick caramel layer on the top. It was a damn good cheesecake. Like. It- we were talking about, I was even considering not getting dessert because we ate everything they sold, but uh, he brought it over and goes, here, try this turtle cheesecake, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. And uh, it was that good, and so we got it. I'm pretty sure we ate the whole thing. Yeah. On top of that caramel layer was a chocolate whipped cream, and then on top of that whipped cream was like a magic shell type chocolate 
Yes. Oh, that was hard on top. Oh, magic shell. You put on the ice cream and it gets all like, yeah. oh, that stuff's so yeah. sick, man. So I thought the toppings were all good. The cheesecake was a little dense for me. I like a fluffier cheesecake. I like it too, but the, the flavor of the cheesecake was quite good. So it was, yeah, it, it was fine. You know, we get a lot of turtle cheesecakes, but this one tasted like a a real turtle. It was so... A real turtle. Well, I mean... I know what you're talking yeah, about. I, but I mean, like, like, yeah, like a Fannie Mae turtle or a pixie or whatever. Not yeah, like a, a turtle t- in the pond? No, we will like not that. eat turtles in a pond. Turtle soup? That's real. People do that all the time. Yes. I'm interested in trying it. <laughs> you eat frog legs, right? No, I've never had frog legs. Would you? I don't... If I knew... You, the, there's no the way when is, you look at frog legs, you're like, duh, that's frog legs. Yeah, see, I don't think I could do it like that. I think if someone picked them off the bone or whatever and let me try it, I could do it, but not seeing them. Uh, yeah, I don't there, think I could. There's no way you can distinguish that for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we're on to presentation. Yeah. And it was exactly what you thought like big, thick, heavy white plates. With fried chicken and potatoes and like real home cooking type of stuff on it. I mean, in this regard, you're not expecting fancy, crazy presentation and flair. You're no. expecting fried chicken on a plate and they nailed it. Exactly. It was classical diner presentation. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And if there was like crazy garnish and weird drizzles and stuff. I'd be like, what the hell? No, I don't want that. Right. I agree with you totally. It was appropriate for the place that it was. Time and place is everything, and that's the place for what they did, and it was perfect. And then we go on to other notes. Um, I'm really stoked that we're doing a a small type of thing like this instead of a... Why don't you bring up... um, the, the little bit of the story about how uh, how good the landlord was to them during COVID because they didn't think um, they were going to survive during COVID. Didn't he open up in the middle of COVID, he said? I think it was before. I don't remember all of the details of the situation. They opened, they opened in May of, May of 2020. So that That's was right after ballsy. COVID. That's like yeah. peak, like lockdown. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I remember him saying about a conversation he had with his landlord about things not being fantastic in the given situation because who were they fantastic for? You know, right. That's right. It sucked for everyone. And the landlord's like, well, you only have to pay half the amount for, I think, and he, it was a pretty extended period of time, too. Right. He said is, he said he believed in him and that he was going to do that for him so he could make it through. That's awesome. And I think that's a very awesome thing to do. Yes. also think an awesome thing that they do is they provide tons of chicken, or I don't know how often they do it. I remember he said it was through in June. Yeah, I think he said it was one time a week once, for the month of June or like something. Once a week in June, they made an insane amount of chicken for how many? What do you say? A thousand? A thousand inmates. A thousand inmates in at the Westville. The prison in Westville, they made chicken for them. Yeah. Which the last time those people in there probably had anything that was remotely close to being delicious. Could it could be a pretty long time. Yeah. So uh it's a really cool thing to do just for like the 
the greater good of humankind. That's a nice move. Yeah. For sure. Regardless of why those people are there, there's probably a good amount of people who are in there for something that's not necessarily worthy of being in prison for. It's cool that they got to make them all that chicken. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. And the only only other note that I have is they had an extensive catering menu. Mm-hmm. So many different choices. Um They've done some weddings, he was telling us. Um, I got their catering menu right here. Yeah, just list some of the items. Uh, Italian beef, masaccioli, uh, polo sausage and kraut, sausage and peppers, beef and noodles, chicken and noodles, corn and green beans, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, rib tips. Considerable amount of stuff. He even told us if there's something on the menu that we don't make, he would make it for you. Which, that is pretty awesome in a caterer, I think. I mean, he's just a guy that likes to cook for people. Yeah. He's just like a normal dude. It was, Yeah, it was so nice talking to both of them. It was, they were very, very, very sweet people. Yeah. So, um, this is the point of the show where we usually take a break. Um, and uh, when we come back, we will score Pa's Chicken Coop in Westville, Indiana. Very cool. See you on the flip side. And we are back. We are back with season four opening episode. And we are featuring Paz Chicken Coop in Westville, Indiana. Correct. It's time for the scoring portion portion of Parshin. our show. Portion. <laughs> <laughs> and our first... Uh, category is ambiance, setting, and mood. Okay. I have noted that uh, it is a great cross between a classic Indiana or Midwestern diner and your grandma's house on the farm kitchen. Okay. Yeah, with all the chicken plates and jello molds and everything. Um, You felt like you were down home on the farm. Sure. The only thing missing was chickens running around. Like actual chickens? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, though, because, I mean, it's a chicken restaurant. That's like, like cannibalism almost. I don't know. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so my score for ambiance setting up mood is three and a half. Okay. I'm going to go five, honestly, because it was just real down homesy and authentic feeling and there was no no frills to it just a regular like hole in the wall fried chicken spot and i think that's cool i like yeah, that so you I'm, you uh liked it from the moment we walked in uh, i liked it just from going past it a couple times over the last like year and i'm like what is that i want to go there you were like a kid in a candy shop when we sat down and you were like uh overwhelmed with the visual stimulation i felt like so many it's crazy there was a lot of a lot of chickens in there and then we move on to value and i'll let you go first with this one um i think everything was pretty reasonably priced um we got a ton of food a ton our bill wasn't crazy high by any means it wasn't um we got way more food than necessary it was definitely uh excessive ridiculous thing but 
whatever. I wanted to try it all, so we did. Right. And we know you, the listeners, won't be ordering this much food. And uh, we do it just to bring you as many experiences as we can while we're there. And uh, just a side note, we don't usually eat everything we get. We have... What we had two boxes that we brought home tonight from here. Two, yeah. yeah. It was so, so just so you know, like if you go there with like you know your significant other or a friend and just like the two of you, there's a good chance your bill's probably gonna be like less than thirty bucks yeah. for both of you. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. And did you give your score for value? I didn't. Did you? No. You, um, for value, this? I'm gonna go. Four here. Okay. Yeah. How about you? I went with a five on value here. There was plenty of food, lots to take home. Mm-hmm. Everything was delicious. Um, I would go back in a heartbeat. Um, I feel like a breakfast there would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wonder if their corned beef and hash or their corned beef hash is made in house. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up because I saw that on the menu and I was going to ask that, but I ask so many questions now when I go out and I know you just start to roll your eyes when I start asking my well, questions. No, it's because it's good stuff to know. And I guess <laughs> this will be my one plug of my mom. <laughs> she will not eat corned beef hash out of a can and she'll ask the waitress that and make a big fuss about it. And you're like, oh my God, cool. It. But, uh, so, yeah, there's that. So I had to mention her once. <laughs> I guess and I could mention that fried chicken is her favorite thing in the world as well. It is, yes. Um, and then we go on to service. And um, and this is my part to go first. Um, I have noted Kevin and Julie do it all there. Yeah. From greeting you to taking your order to serving you, checking you out. They both cleaned up the tables afterwards. And they all... They do all of that with a smile on their face. Um, when I asked questions, she gave me answers. I felt yep. I felt like they were honest answers too. Um, so my score for service is a four and a half. I'm gonna go five here. They were nice. They were really authentic feeling. Yeah, um, authentic is a great word to use. Um, everything was pretty quick considering how much we ordered. Uh, I really can't think of a single downside to it. So that's a, that's a five for service. That is a perfect service score. Oh, great. And then we go on to presentation. Do you want me to go first? You going first? You go first. Yes. Um, like I said a little bit ago before the break, it's exactly what you think, and they did it perfectly. And I mean, season four premiere shouldn't be throwing around fives like this, but they did it right. Five for presentation for real. Yeah, uh, I had noted it's a classical diner presentation. Nothing added to or detracted from the food that they presented. Um, for me, for presentation, I'm going to give them a three, which is a average score. Sure, you know, so it's it's what I expected. It's not anything less than I expected by any means. So. Cool, man. Then we go on to the biggie. This one's out of 10, and this is for quality and taste. Um, I noted that the gravy for the biscuits and the gravy on the meatloaf were the strong points. Um, 
They both tasted excellent. Um, I came for the chicken, but I'll come back for the meatloaf and try the real fish fry. They do do a fish fry on Fridays, so you know that at one point we will be there. Yeah. Um, that is the thing that we do heavily. And then overall, I don't have anything negative to say. I really don't. Um, and for quality and taste, I give them a seven and a half. I also give them a seven and a half for quality and taste as well. Um, pretty similar stuff to what you said. Um, I went for the chicken and I did very much enjoy the chicken. Um, chicken could have had a little more something to it, but it was very juicy. It was hot. It was good for sure. I would absolutely eat the chicken again. Um, it just didn't blow me away, but everything else was very, very good. Yeah. So yeah, that's seven and a half for me as well out of 10. So when I total up my points, I get a total of 23 and a half and I divide by six. I give Paz Chicken Coop in Westville a 3.9. For me, they got a 4.4. All righty. So successful trip. Yeah, totally. Enjoyable trip. I'm glad I got to meet both Kevin and Julie. Yes. Um, I'll definitely go back. Good. I'd like to as well. It was a good place. Yeah. And definitely for the fish fry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we appreciate those of you that have ordered merch in the new Tasty 219 merchandise store that you worked hard on putting up. Yes. That's uh, that's cool, y'all. Thanks. Uh, and uh, we look forward to seeing some of you out at the LDA Backyard Barbecue Contest on Sunday. Yes, I will uh, be there. Yeah, we should be there from 2 o'clock on. And uh, judging starts, I believe she said, at 4 o'clock. Cool. So, yeah. 2 o'clock, you'll see us wandering around. 4 o'clock, you'll see us at the judges' table. And after judging, we'll be happy to talk with you, share ideas, all kinds of things. Very cool, man. Continue to email us or contact us on our socials. We have a few questions up there right now, polls on the coffee places we're uh, trying. Um, thank you again, Larry, for everything you do on our socials and the wonderful pictures you take. Sure. Uh, both, you know, I always say you take care of Instagram and I take care of Facebook and both of those have been blowing up with the pictures you've taken and posted today. So Thank you. I appreciate all the hard work you do for our show. Sure thing. So we will catch you if we don't see you on Sunday. We'll catch you next Wednesday on Tasty 219. All right. See you later.